This is Sci-Fi Talk, the podcast on how sci-fi, fantasy, horror, and comics help us explore humanity. This program, this week on Sci-Fi Talk, I look back on the previous week that just ended with this Friday, and I kind of give you highlights of all the episodes that I've put out there so that you might be interested, if you haven't listened to them already, to go back to them. And we start off with Pete Fletzer from Around the Galaxy podcast. And here we talked about the pacing of the older Star Wars films compared to today. Plus, also they do their live show, The Force Connect. It's interesting that you say that, you know, the the effects have have evolved. But it's, it, you know, I think the biggest difference between watching a Star Wars 1977 film and a film today is just the way films are shot as well. Like the pacing was quite different. Like my 10-year-old son uh he prefers clone wars and some of the animation and that sort of thing and when he sits through uh, a new hope it's a different experience for him because you know there's they keep the camera on the same guy for like eight seconds at a time <laughs> so <laughs> i know i know it's the way it was you know, what a crazy know. idea <laughs> and, and, and it seems like the opening with c3po and r2 in the desert seems to take forever these days for yeah the younger yep. folks but I loved every minute of it with the skeleton there. And then we get to see the creature. Yep. Uh, like so many years later. But, uh, you know, it's like, that's what it looks like. <laughs> uh, thank you, Dave Filoni. Right. <laughs> uh, but yeah. It, and the live show. Well, let, let's talk production. So the live show in particular, that's got to be a bit of a challenge. I've done some live. I, I just do better as a pre recorded for some reason. People, it's it's hard to connect people and, People just like to listen to me whenever they want to, as <laughs> tuning in. But the live show, technically, how does that all work for you guys? Yeah, so the good news is, I, I honestly, I don't know that I could do a live show alone. Because as you know, there's so many different things you need to do and, and run and, and move. And that's why it's three of us. It's myself, Nick, and our friend uh, Chris Ryans, who's... Uh, um, part of uh, uh, another show called Broaxium. And so we just, we get together on Friday nights and we, you know, doing the show from a technical perspective, we, um, we stream it to our YouTube channel and what's fun about it and kind of different about it is that we also, not only are we kind of managing a show with, you know, we, we, we run, you know, some funny sound effects and little blips and things like that. Um, but we also take, uh, live call-ins from people who are who are listening who can we put the link in the chat and they can come and hang out and um it's it's fun and it's interesting um i think what what's fun about that is it's there's so many shows that especially in youtube and i mean honestly as you know as a podcaster and you've been doing it longer than i have um there's so many shows out there um there's so many so many people who have and, and you know, I, I joke around uh, that you know it's the old Ian Malcolm line from uh, Jurassic Park. Uh, just just because uh, you can doesn't mean that you should. That's and right. There's a lot of shows out there, and I, I mean that's not to say that they're not good because the passion is all coming from from the right spot. But yeah. to put it together and give a voice to people who who want to share their opinions on Star Wars, um, and we try to keep it topical. We call it sort of sports talk radio for Star Wars. We you know, we, we it's generally, you know, like, for example, over the last couple of weeks, you know, we have Mandalorian and we have Bad Batch dropping and yep. 
excited about that. But we don't want to do a typical reaction show either. There's so many of those. Um, we take a couple days and we digest it and we pick a theme or something from those shows. Um that that seems to be a hot topic and when there's nothing else going on we we look at what's happening uh across the star wars fandom and as you know social media certainly lets you know what people are excited or upset about and it's we like to give people a voice to to give their opinions on it there's more on this week on sci-fi talk in a moment so stay tuned on quantum leap nanrissa lee talked to me about her return a very interesting episode. We're talking about Ben Song for the defense, and uh, he leaps into a public defender. And you play you play Jen in this particular episode. Tell us a little bit about her. You know, Jen came into the program. Uh, she was recruited through Magic, and she came through in um, less than traditional circumstances. I would say she got pinched for hacking. Uh, which she has a long history of doing um, and is, is really good. I think, honestly, Jen was really more disappointed that she got she got pinched. And, and, and it was it was on a pretty serious level level. Um, she spent a little bit of time in federal prison, but magic found her and um, and they, you know, they started corresponding. And um, and over a bit of time, he realized that she had a lot of skill that was going to be really useful to him. And so he arranged something, made a deal. Jen got out early and went to work for him over at the offshoot of the Pentagon. So that's how she came into the program. Um, I think because of that background, Jen, it, you know, she's got a little bit of an edge. And I think she, I wouldn't go so far to say is that she's got like a big chip on her shoulder, but it's not the traditional route that say everybody else in the program came to, 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 the, to the program through. So she's a little bit of a maverick. And I think she likes to think outside of the line sometimes. And sometimes is, you know, she's gutsy. She's, she's got a little hot, but she, she's, she's willing to, to bring in suggestions that are maybe not, um, the most popular or the easiest ones to present, but they are realistic solutions sometimes to to the issues that always tend to come up, especially when you're dealing with cutting edge technology and and competition with um, you know some or other high level people working in a really elite atmosphere. People like Janice, Liberex. So I do think she brings a lot to the table. Now, this is not your average quantum leap, leap, you might say. There's a little bit of complication. Without spoiling anything, what was that like for you to kind of play that? Yeah, I think uh, it was just so, personally, it was so much fun. I just had a blast. I was really excited about that episode. Um, and and Romy, who who wrote that episode, Romy Lore, um, we actually hadn't met yet. And so it was a really great opportunity to get to know her a bit, to have a little bit of discussion um, over the break because we, we split it up. We started shooting it before the winter break and then finished it after. And I think just as far as the character, I think it's it's. Um, you know, it's without spoiling anything, it's nothing she's ever done before. I think it's a, a a circumstance for her that maybe she doesn't feel the most comfortable in. And I think over the course of the episode, she really starts to understand that she she belongs on that team in a way that I think maybe she didn't understand before. Quantum Leap is on NBC Monday nights at 10. Check your listings. Sci-Fi Talk will return in just a moment. With some people I've talked to over the years, 
on the podcast, you develop a relationship, almost really a friendship. And Marlene Fortier is one of those people. We talked about her new recurring role on The Lincoln Lawyer and how it came to be. And I auditioned for the lead. So you saw it. So I auditioned for the main judge, the bad girl at the end. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. So I auditioned for that. And I'm going to say now because it's uh, I'm recovering from COVID. So if you see me sniffling, you know, that's okay. That's all right. Um, But anyway, so I auditioned for that part. I didn't get it. Um, I auditioned for another role. I didn't get it. And then they offered me this one day guest, the judge that is Medina. And my agents were like, no, 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 you shouldn't take a one day job, you know, after you do this and that. And I, I, I get it. I understand that what they're looking for, but I connected with this show so greatly. And this judge that I ended up playing is so much more fun than the other two judges. <laughs> she's witty. She's ballsy. She's funny. And I don't really do that a lot. You know, I play yeah. a lot of moms. So I go, yeah. I'm going to do it. This last November, best Christmas present an actor can get. I get a call and my, my, they called my agent and they wanted to offer me, they want to bring back Teresa Medina. She's going to be the main judge this season. And I'm doing wow. seven out of 10. Wow. Fantastic. That's fantastic. Oh, moral oh. of the story. Yeah. Follow your heart. Yes. Do the thing you love. Don't worry about the size of the role. Don't do, and you know, I just connected so wonderfully to the show and, uh, it was, the best, you know, and here I am almost, almost done with it. The COVID thing sent everybody to a loop, but it's all, I'm too, I got two left. Well, I'll tell you that I can't tell you how many stories I've heard from actors who get on a show and they do a one-off, you know, and the producers go start scratching their head and saying, Hey, wait a minute, we found something here. And the mm -hmm. next thing they know they're back almost yeah. every year. The show is on. So yeah. Uh, Congratulations. Yeah. Well Thank deserved. You, you did Thank a great you. job with her from the episode we saw. We, we enjoyed yeah. it. Hey, there's Marlene. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's um, a lot more fun to come. <laughs> and I'll tell you, Manuel is just friggin' amazing in that role. Uh, it is it, Manuel? so cool. Yes. He, and he's, he's just as charming as the character that he portrays. He's killing it. He's so good. I mean, Truth is, there wasn't a whole lot of press for this show. You know, Matthew McConaughey with big shoes to fill. Everyone's like, well, Lincoln Lawyers, Matthew McConaughey. And I was like, mm, not anymore. No, <laughs> no sir. No, she, he's, the, he's, he's a delight fantastic. to work with. He's oh, wonderful. Okay. Fun, fun, fun set. Um, cast and crew, mostly a lot of um, same people and producers from uh, the new Queen of the South. That was an amazing show too. And um, so they work together well. It's just, it's a family. It, I'm feeling very blessed. And the writing is there, obviously. Oh um, my God. <laughs> so much fun. Oh, yeah. It's, when, it's dialogue. It's dialogue. You know, it doesn't feel stilted. It's, and it's the way people talk and it looks like LA. Yeah. Oh, very much. Very much. You know, so. It really, really does. And I just that's what I love, especially of all the Connelly shows that I've seen. It's just like I'm hoping to be part of more. Friday's episode is part of my look back at The Walking Dead as I do on a monthly basis. And this was for season three, featuring a roundtable from New York Comic Con with Michael Rooker, 
and Robert Kirk. So look who's back this season. Hey, right on, brother. <laughs> no spoilers. <laughs> no spoilers. I'm a uh, happy camper, though. It's fun. Good. I, I went into the, the whole series thinking maybe one or two episodes, but, you know, just coming on, do my thing, and, 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 and uh, go home. I mean, as, as a matter of fact, I, I, was on, I was packing my bags to go home, and the, um, uh, Tom said, where are you going, man? You're in, the, you're, in, you're in the next episode. I said, dude, I know I'm in the next episode. It's my hand, okay? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I know that. I'm going to stop joking with me. You know, so, yeah, yeah, but I didn't know. I didn't even know. Before they wrote the, the model, I had no idea that I was going to have anything to say at all in that episode. So, yeah, so it was just sort of surprise. It, it, and as it is, it's just that's the way it is in this show. You just sort of, you know, you're surprised. And if you're a fan, which I am, it's really cool. You know, you don't because you don't know what's going to happen. And you're just being informed as you go along. It's cool. Very cool. Robert, how much do you uh, do you know the dailings going on of the show? I mean, you're busy with your graphic novels and all that, too. Yeah, I mean, I do all that stuff, too, but I mean, I, I'm working on the show every day. I mean, I go into the writer's room, I'm on conference calls, I got to deal with these guys doing crazy stuff. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm working, you know, hand-in-hand with Gloom Mazzara and, you know, uh, uh, Gail Ann Hurd and David Alpert, all the executive producers on the show. Um, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a day-to-day thing. And how do you feel about, it seems like this year, and it really a little bit of last year towards the end, they kind of made a turn towards your, your series as far as the graphic novel mm-hmm. the series. How does that you know, we move in and out. I mean, you know, sometimes we stay very on point and, and, you know, adapt things fairly directly. And then every now and then there's a little tangent and we go off and do stuff that, you know, has never appeared in the comic. And, you know, then we come back to it. And I like that, uh, I like that you know, fans of the comic book series never really know what we're doing. You know, they can be watching an episode and be watching the events unfold. And then when the events are over, be like, oh, yeah, 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 that was from the comic. You know, the way we arrived at it, you know, changed things to where we did didn't really expect that to be happening and then other times we we like to play with expectations on the other way where it's like oh this is going to be that one thing from the comic and then oh something completely different happens and you know being able to do that and play with that section of the audience that is you know the diehard fan that is familiar with the comic is, is a lot of fun so those are the podcasts that were released this week for march 13th 2023 so check it out subscribe to sci-fi talk Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast, and also you can get it on the Podbeam app. This is Tony Tolado. Thanks for listening.